0: Hello listeners and welcome to Realising Your Dolce Vita with Alana and Nina. We are two passionate women on a mission to help you achieve your Dolce Vita. We live ours and want to share how we got here. It took us years to visualise but most importantly how we turned that vision and dream into a reality. In this series we will help you realise so many things that add up to feeling great and functioning well. Watch out for the great guests we also have lined up for you. Hi, everyone. Lovely to be with you this chilly, cold December day surrounded by snow and Welcome to Realising Your Dolce Vita with Alana and Nina. And as you know, ordinarily I'm joined with Alana. And if you follow us on social media, you'll know she's enjoying a very well-earned break in the UK, having some early Christmas time with her family and friends. So we're sending her lots of love. And I'm here with you today and we'll do my best to keep the chat going. I know that she'll be chomping at the bit to join us in the hot seat very soon. But in the meantime, and as I'm often found talking to myself, I think I'm going to fly solo and I think I might be okay. But we'll see. We'll see how we go. So here goes. It's a big one today. We have been covering the 10 routes to evolve and we've been covering those under under the framework that we use for the Evolvery retreat, which is feeling good and functioning well. And we've got three to go before we have a little break for Christmas and close this season of the episodes of the podcast down. And today we're covering mindset, focus and Dharma. So three of the really juicy routes to evolve. And we're on the retreat. We start to see the creative and dream work for our guests come together in a focused plan that they then take away with them to make some changes. So kicking off with mindset. Now, when you Google what it means, goodness me, there is a lot out there. So my aim was to boil that all down and convey why we included it as one of our pathways to living a life well. Now, as someone who works with affirmations daily, I really do believe in the power of words and quotes really do distill a thought, don't they? And one of my favourite lifelong quotes by Henry Ford is, if you think you can or think you can't, you're right. And I thought that was a lovely starting point to consider when we think about mindset as being a collection of beliefs, behaviours and attitudes that shape how we feel, what actions we take and the habits we form. So mindset's a really natural thing, isn't it? We're all born with it as part of the human condition, we all have a mindset that it that is within ourselves about life, but also within different situations We'll have different mindsets and we're all shaped by the different experiences we have in our life. We're shaped by the education we have, our childhood, our work experiences, maybe the relationships we have um, within friends, with family even within culture and where we live the things that we involve ourselves with in our lives will all shape and feed into our mindset. So we were really passionate about including it to the evolvery Retreat and into the roots to evolve because we believe you can't really discuss personal or spiritual growth without involving mindset because what you believe in your attitude to life is fundamental to feeling good and functioning well. So for me personally you know when I think about my intention, it's living as long as I can and being the best version of myself for my family. And I'm sure that's not that different to very many of you listening. You know, nothing is more important to me than that. And as someone who lost a parent age seven, then it really is a big deal for me to be a present parent and to be as well and happy as I can be in body and mind for as long as I can. Uh, so if you Google mindset, there are many different types described. Goodness me, there's so much out there. But from the well-being perspective, it really can be simplified. You know, either it's about the situations you find yourself in and how you feel about them. If pausing, taking a, ta- taking a little moment to consider where your mindset falls naturally and then consider what you might want out of that situation or what's most helpful And then that really does it can help shape and determine the mindset that you that you choose. So there's a little bit there around intention. So we when we look at mindset, when we think of it as being a natural given thing, you know, taking a little bit of a step back from our own mindset to look at it kindly with compassion and just see it for what it is to then create a little bit of space to give choice. And that really is quite a yoga practice. You know, when we think of that mindfulness, it's about non-judgment. It's about watching, taking the seat of the observer, just to see things from a different perspective. And I'm reminded um, of the book that we read recently by the She Collective and the She Collective, sorry, that um, we all absolutely loved, which was um, a great little read called I May Be Wrong. And if you've not read it, please do add it to your Christmas list. It's not too late. You won't be disappointed. And it's a lovely, lovely book that just really kind of helps when you think about taking that mindset of not being fixed and not believing all of the thoughts that we have. Anyway, back to mindset. And so, yeah, again, when you Google this from from a purely theoretical lens, there are so many different mindsets. You know, if you think about The question, what is the best mindset there? You know, there's the best three mindsets, the best five mindsets. There's so many out there. And I find for the purposes of today, I found a lovely little framework that was in an article in Forbes magazine that was the eight mindsets that will reshape the future. And I thought that was lovely. They were talking about it from a work perspective. And I think, you know, when we think of work, it's the place that we spend most of our time and it shapes our society. It's part of the fabric of society. But also, you know, we are people within the work environment, whatever way that looks. And so I thought if they're talking about that as being a positive mindset, well then it it's good for us too. Um and the reason I did that is because I do think there's a quite a lot in social media and in the wider world about having a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset, and that's in there. But there are some other things to consider as well, and I just thought this was a nice little framework. So it's a it's from Forbes magazine. I'll post the link to the article in the blurb from the podcast, blurb, technical term. And it was a little framework and a little article that's based on a two year collaborative study by Stanford University Center for Compassion and Altruism, Research and Education. And they discovered that there are eight mindsets that can have a positive climate effect inside organisations. So when you think of inside organisations, I'm making a bit of a leap, but I think outside organizations as individuals as well. And these are opposed to predominate the mindset these are opposed these are as opposed I can't get my words out today. These are as opposed to the predominant mindsets pre existing in society and inside our works workplaces. So what they mean by that is these eight mindsets can be helpful to create a positive climate and override the predominant mindsets that are within our society already. So the mindsets that are, you know, that steer our society or groupthink. And they're quite nice, actually. The mindsets include caring over control, abundance over scarcity, well-being over welfare, productive over defensive, interconnectedness over self-orientation, Collective over individual, growth over fixed, and reflection over action. And I I just really like that. We don't include it in the Revolvery retreat, because to be honest with you, I'd only find it this morning when I was talking in my own head to myself about mindset. Um, we talk a lot on the retreat about growth over fixed and we talk and it's woven into the fabric of the retreat to be focused on caring, abundance and well-being and also interconnectedness. In fact, all of those eight positive climate indicators for well-being, or sorry, for mindset are within the framework of the Evolvery Retreat. How lovely is that? How lovely is that? But that's just by complete and utter accident that I've stumbled across it. And I guess the reason it stood out to me on Google amongst all the other mindset frameworks that are out there was the element of positivity. Because I think in the world at the moment, that's what's needed. I think we need it for ourselves and I think we need it for the world at large and in particular at this time of year. Anyway, let's get on with it. So, uh, what I did with this was I had a little look at it and I thought, right, so out of those, if I'm really, really honest with myself, what would I say generally? You know, all situations are different, of course, but generally, what would I say is my natural mindset? And I had a look at it and thought, you know, caring versus control. I think I'd say caring. And then I had a look at abundance over scarcity. And actually, I think my mindset would be scarcity. Well-being over welfare, I'd say well-being. If I say productive over defensive, I'd say defensive. Interconnectedness over self-oriented, I'd say interconnectedness. Collective over individual, I'd say collective. growth over fixed a little pause there just to catch my eye growth over fixed I'd say growth and then reflection over action I'd say reflection I think like all of us within this human condition I have some positive and natural mindset traits which are helpful and I have some areas of growth which I work on within my life so that was no surprise to me but when you look at these things it's quite interesting just to see a different framework and think oh where do I fit how do I naturally respond? depends on the situation, it depends on my ability to flex between mindsets, and it's really dependent on how I'm feeling, what's going on, how much sleep I've had, how much time, me time I've had, how much, you know, how much I'm juggling in life, all the things, all the things that make us all human. So, and I do think as a society we hold in high esteem things like a productive, abundant, action-oriented mindset. And we can all fall victim to this. And we purposely designed the retreat to give people space away from that mindset, you know, to stop feeling the pressure of doing, achieving, consuming, owning, gathering more. You know, it was about taking a more balanced approach to mindset and allowing for these other mindsets that, you know, surprisingly and coincidentally are outlined in the article. Caring, kindness, well-being, abundance, growth. And then from that, suddenly we can just allow, we can just be. And we really do believe that's where we are at our best. When we've got that space mentally, anything is possible for our lives and the dreams that we hold within our hearts can be brought to the surface and turned into into actions and focus to come to reality. So, you know, maybe that's manifesting. We like to think of it as realising. And that brings us on beautifully to focus because this is so similar to mindset and so different and similarities. I mean, if you Google it again, you get millions of different perspectives and none of them are wrong. They're all circumstantial um, a particular focus in the sense of a goal, a sense of focus, meaning in the zone or bringing things into focus, meaning a sense of prioritization. So boiling it down to the roots to evolve and how we see it is really about a combination of all of that Um When we were designing the retreat, we did so much reading and researching and bringing a lot of the theory out there into the offering. And a big part of the retreat is deconstructing the goals list, the to do list, the mindset of, you know, the go, go, go and the reliance on goals, achieving, taking things off the list and instead really just allowing creativity, dreams, wishful side of our guests, psyche to have the space to really think of what's possible and that's crucial, however, just as crucial is staying focused on that. Whatever rises up from the psyche, from the soma, from, you know, that elixir of the soul um, is, is real and has to be kept in focus. And so we're firm believers in this manifesting and this realising, but with action. So, you know, that sense of focus is so important and we really have created different aspects of the retreat to help do that. We have vision board exercises. The sense of community really help with it as well. So there's lots of ways on the retreat and through the She Collective that we keep ourselves and our kindred women focused. So Dharma is the soul's code and this links nicely because it's our very purpose in life and it's seen as nature's law for our own specific unique traits, personalities and who we are at our soul's code basically. Um, it's what service we are here to do. You know, what are we here to see through in this life cycle? So it's a big one. And, you know, identifying that through values work, having time to reflect, journaling, uncovering, challenging ourselves, deconstructing expectations that society and our lives have put on us so far and just allowing, allowing our soul to speak to us. It helps create a strong sense of focus because it allows us to see what we're here to do. It creates that vision and that sense of then staying focused on what we want out of life and staying focused and on track, but at the same time, focusing on what matters. So living a life that's fulfilled and spending your time and energy as wisely as your money. And there are so many ways to maintain the focus. And I say the top three on the retreat, if if Alana was here, I'd be saying, Alana, what are your top three ways that we work on focus through the retreat? So I'll answer it for me and um She may have a different reply, but I'd say the vision board and having clear goals. And in fact, I don't think she would, I think she'd say the same thing. A vision board having clear goals and the sense of community, which allows for the support and for us to challenge each other to stay on track. And I'll add in a cheeky little extra keeping your mindset open. I think that keeps us on focus as well, keeps us on track because keeping your mindset open to change allows us to stay focused on what matters. So I do think that's a really interesting one to cover as we leap towards Christmas, which is full of expectations for perfection, isn't it? It's full of these interfamily and historical scripts and situations that may or may not make us feel good or may or may not make us function at our best and the world at the moment can be too much already we're closing down a year where we went into it already on the back foot after a couple of years of you know unpredictability the unknown and then tackling this year and all it brought for for the wider world and still continuing to navigate that daily so my offering today to anyone listening is to have a little moment to reflect on your mindset how is it how do you feel and how do you allow it to be as it is? And is there anything you can do to shift your mindset, to take it a little closer to being caring, being abundant, focused on well-being, being productive or helpful, being interconnected, focused on collective but allowing for growth and change and being reflective. And then considering your focus, you know, what does that look like? What does that look like for this period, perhaps? Just for Christmas? What does that look like for 2023? Maybe. There are some days where I think the focus is on the next half an hour. What do I need out of the next half an hour? And not what my to-do list says, not what my diary says, not what my mindset may be telling me from a control point of view. Instead, going to caring. And what does it need to be for me to be well, to be feeling good, to be functioning? So that is what really matters. And it's not always easy. It's not always easy, especially at this time of year especially at this time of year. So I'm sharing this with a hope that I've covered mindset, focus and dharma and why it's important to both Alana and I, why we included it in The Roots to Evolve and also why it's important at this time of year, what you want out of life, what you're here to do. We have a short, finite amount of time, so spending it well And investing your time and energy in the things that bring you joy, that make you feel good and help you function well. And that I'm sending it out as a wish from Alana and I to all of you all who have listened so far for Christmas. Maybe you're not listening at Christmas time and we still send you that anyway. Um, But especially, especially as we close down 2022 and with 2023 on the horizon. Go tenderly, go well and go spaciously. We send all of our love and we will catch up with you all in 2023. Thank you so much for listening to all of our musings in Realising Your Dolce Vita with Alana and Nina so far. We are closing down the season now for this this series of episodes. Season one is a wrap, as they would say, in the can, as they would say. <laughs> and we're sending all of our love. I'm sending it on behalf of Alana and I'm sending it from my heart to yours. And may Christmas be all that it, you wish it to be. If you celebrate, if you don't celebrate, may you have a wonderful holiday season. Or may you simply be at peace as 2023 comes our way. All our love. been realizing your dolce vita with alana and nina thank you for joining us today you can continue this journey with us on most social media channels and we will continue this podcast next week let us know of any future topics you might like us to cover and we really do welcome feedback so we're avid learners feel free to send us any questions you might have and we'll really hope to answer them share follow and download this podcast as it really does help us grow and help us to share this message with other kindred women have a great week and we'll see you soon